From the All Indiana Podcast Network. The All Indiana Podcast Network. This is the News 8, 8. Daily 8. Now all the latest news. Kylie Conway has all the news you need to know. And more. Please stand by. Now. Here's Wish TV's Kylie Conway. Hi, this is Kylie Conway, and this is the News 8 Daily 8 for Monday, August 30th. Still warm and humid, some scattered showers today at times with a high of 86. We're going to finally get some relief tomorrow. Highs will be in the high 70s. A Louisiana Sheriff's Office is reporting the first death from Tropical Storm Ida as the storm rages on. Right now, the entire city of New Orleans is without power. Ida weakened to a tropical storm after it made landfall as a Category 4 hurricane. It is still, though, carving a path of destruction along the Gulf Coast. Sustained winds of 150 miles per hour at landfall. Ida is a stronger storm than Hurricane Katrina. Storm is slowing down, but it's increasing the flooding potential, and reports of it, at least one death as well as damage are just starting. The water is rising. Um, People are in their homes and we're getting reports of of people with water up to their chest. They're asking to be rescued. Our whole bridge was taken out. Our our levees were topped. They had the school system, the government buildings and hundreds of homes. That's never happened before. And uh, all the outside areas were, were just hit so hard. That was the mayor of a Baton Rouge suburb describing the devastation. It was a fallen tree that the Ascension Parish Sheriff's Office says killed a person there. In New Orleans, the mayor says the plant that provides power to the city is compromised. There is no power, and it's a dangerous situation. The New Orleans 911 service is currently experiencing technical difficulties, too, so people are having a hard time reaching out for help. This is the time to continue to remain in your safe places, not a time to venture out throughout our city at all. It's unsafe. We haven't seen anything like that since Katrina. And, uh, and the massive uh, destruction of buildings. Um, you know, down in Grand Isle, not only the tidal surge, but so many businesses destroyed from the wind as well. I can tell you for several days, uh, we're gonna be engaged in search and rescue, both the primary search, the secondary searches, and, and so forth. And it, we're, we're gonna be in this for the long haul. Governor John Bell Edwards also tweeted saying, I have received word tonight that POTUS has approved my request for a presidential major disaster declaration due to the severe impacts of Hurricane Ida. The president is pledging federal assistance to help get the Gulf region back on its feet. And the Indiana region of the American Red Cross is helping out in the storm with volunteers and emergency response vehicles. Communications Director Lamar Holiday joined us on Daybreak this morning to talk about the deployment. We have more than a dozen volunteers that have started deploying as of Saturday. So some of those uh, volunteers are heading out to help with sheltering, providing food and water to those who've been affected. Um, And we've also sent out our emergency response vehicles uh, to those affected areas where people are sheltering in place in their homes. So for those who uh, were unable to get out and evacuate to a shelter near them. Um, we have our emergency response vehicles where we can go right into those affected areas and, and provide supplies and food and water um, as they begin the recovery effort. The best way you can help out is to donate. You can do that easily online at the American Red Cross's website. And local bars are honoring the service members killed in the Kabul airport attack. The district tap north side is one of the many locations remembering the 13 servicemen and women killed, including Marine and Logansport High School graduate Alberto Sanchez. It's reserved a table and 13 drinks just for them to honor their ultimate sacrifice. A district tap posted on Facebook. There was a photo two days ago showing a reserved sign, a candle, and 13 shot glasses. 
Another local bar is doing a similar tribute. Brothers Bar and Grill in Broad Ripple, known for its drink specials, has poured 13 beers to each U.S. service member. The bar tweeted saying, we don't know them all, but we owe them all. Other establishments across the country are doing the same. USA Today says Ironwood Cafe in Ohio is honoring the fallen, including Navy Hospital Corpsman Max Soviak from Ohio. Nico's Bar in Euros, also in the state, has reserved a table and is donating a dollar for every beer they sell until September 11th. Funds will go toward military families and charities. A barbershop in Delaware decided to reserve a single chair in the shop and set out 13 beers as well. With a folded U.S. flag on the top of the chair, it hopes customers take a few minutes to honor the lost. USA Today says the community reaction from each establishment has been overwhelming after seeing the reserve tables. And this morning, uh, coming in as breaking news during daybreak, rockets did hit a neighborhood near the Kabul airport, and then there was gunfire on the ground that followed. It's happening as U.S. forces inside the airport are in the final hours of their work. Tomorrow is President Biden's deadline for pulling them out. No one has claimed responsibility for this morning's attack, and it is not immediately clear if anyone was hurt. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said in a statement that operations continue uninterrupted at the airport. And a leading voice in the coronavirus fight says he's not surprised that numbers keep rising. The CDC reports 176,000 new cases on Friday, the largest single-day number since January. Dr. Anthony Fauci says vaccinations can bring those numbers down. We have about 80 million people in this country who are eligible to be vaccinated who are not yet vaccinated. We could turn this around and we could do it efficiently and quickly if we just get those people vaccinated. Fauci also told CNN on Sunday that it would be a good idea to mandate vaccines for children to go to school. And this morning, the CDC reports more than 173 million people in America are now vaccinated. That's a bit more than 52 percent of the total population. And the state health department is sharing ways to tell the difference between seasonal allergies and COVID-19. According to the department, common symptoms of COVID-19 infections include fever and chills, muscle and body aches, a new loss of taste or smell, or nausea. Symptoms of seasonal allergies include itchy or watery eyes and sneezing. Both can share symptoms including a cough, shortness of breath, fatigue, headaches, sore throats, and congestion. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. One person is dead after a shooting on the east side of Indianapolis. IMPD responded to a report of two people shot at the Amberwoods apartment complex near 38th and Midhoffer Road around 930 last night. According to officers, one victim later died. Police have not given details on the person or the circumstances. 
And right now, police are trying to piece together what led up to a gruesome discovery at a popular park. A hiker found a body in a ditch near Eagle Creek Park yesterday afternoon. IT mates Richard Essex spoke to police about the investigation and the growing trend of violence in the city. Police have not released much about the victim. They have not released a name, sex, or race of the person that was found. We know that someone that was using one of the trails on the west side of the reservoir found a body in a ditch. Pushing almost 200 homicides within Indianapolis is unacceptable. It's heartbreaking, it's heart-wrenching, and our community continues to feel the aftermath of those homicides, each and every homicide across our city. Late this afternoon, just a few feet beyond the entrance to the Eagle Crest hiking trail, a hiker found a body. Police have not said how the victim died, but two hours after police were called to the area, they found, marked, and photographed about two dozen items believed to have been connected to the victim or possibly a suspect. Investigators are currently trying to gather that information to determine why that body was in this area. As the city approaches 200 homicides and is on pace to shatter last year's record-breaking homicide numbers, the department's investigators are stretched thin. Prior to this year, an IMPD homicide detective might work 7 to 12 cases a year. This year, they are working 7 to 12 cases a month. They may have increased. I'm, I mean, we've, we've all seen the numbers. We've all watched the news reports continuous violence, unnecessary violence within our city. And our homicide investigators, they're feeling the, 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 the weight of what that feels like. Cases on top of cases that have to be investigated and they all have to be investigated with precision and detail. So that becomes overwhelming when you get 12, 15 within a month. That's a lot to deal with. So far, police say no witnesses have come forward. There were no reports of shots fired in the area. And from what we have been told, there were no weapons found in the area. It is unclear how the victim arrived at the park. We know that a tip from another hiker who saw something unusual along one of the trails led police to a section of the park that is typically closed to the public. Police say the victim's death does not appear to be natural. Police are asking if you know anything about this crime to call 317-262-TIPS. And when new information does become available, we will post it online. In Indianapolis, Richard Essex, Wish TV, WishTV.com, and follow us on Facebook. And as of today, half of the elective procedures and surgeries at IU Health are temporarily on hold. I told you about this, that it was coming last week. The affected procedures currently scheduled will be shifted by about three weeks from when they were originally planned. As we reported, the health system says that the pause is designed to help relieve pressure on staff and free up inpatient space for other patients. And to the Colts, a star is sidelined less than two weeks before the season opener. You can add T.Y. Hilton to the team's lengthy preseason injury report. The Colts say the wide receiver is being evaluated for a neck injury after experiencing some discomfort during the team's trip to Detroit for Friday night's game. The injury follows a play that briefly took Hilton out of the final practice of Colts camp last week. Head coach Frank Reich says it's a disc issue. He says Hilton will be out but isn't giving a definitive timeline for how long that could be. Well, he will miss some games. We don't know exactly how many. Uh, we're optimistic it's not season ending. But it's just unfortunate. I, I had said several times to Chris, I really thought T.Y. was looking as good this training camp as I've seen him. Um, he looked as fast as ever. Um, and just as instinctive as ever. And even in the short time that he and Carson worked together, I, I could tell instant connection. 
And I could feel that talking to Carson. Like, uh, so that's unfortunate. But the good news is we got good depth and the guys will step up. While Hillen is out, two other players are expected to return. Wright confirms quarterback Carson Wentz will participate in full team portions of practice today. And left guard Quentin Nelson is expected to clear COVID-19 protocols today. And to business headlines, the makers of some of the most popular toys in the United States say the global shipping crisis and labor shortages limiting their ability to keep stores stocked throughout the holiday shopping season. The head of both MGA Entertainment and Basic Fund said consumers can expect price increases of 5 to 10 percent. A firm, a buy now pay later payment provider that allows customers to pay for their purchases in installments, has reached a deal with Amazon. A firm said Amazon customers will be able to use its service on purchases of $50 or more, including items like furniture, home goods, electronics, and fashion, and pay in monthly installments. A noted Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo has says that the iPhone 13 will have the ability to use satellite communications thanks to a customized baseband chip. Apple Insider says if the report is accurate, it won't be the first smartphone to support satellite communications, but it will be the first mainstream model to do so. That will allow it to make calls and send texts in areas lacking cellular coverage. And Justin Bieber is officially the most listened to artist on Spotify ever. The artist broke the record previously set by Ariana Grande. TMZ reports that Bieber rakes in a massive 83.3 million listeners each month. This has been your News 8 Daily 8 for Wish TV. I'm Kylie Conway. Online at wishtv.com and follow us on Facebook when you search Wish TV. Check out more podcasts from the All Indiana Podcast Network now. Now. At allindianapodcastnetwork.com. Allindianapodcastnetwork.com.